Greetings, film fans, and welcome to yet another highly anticipated. Oh, it's building up. Yeah. Bonus! Extra, extra, additional. It's a bonus feature. I had to do my own. You didn't say it. Bonus feature. There, I did it. Supplementary. This real anticlimax. The big review ski. My name's Owen. There's Rory. There's Paul. And this week we have a very special extended interview with the director of a brand new Irish film called Kissing Candice, the lovely Aoife McArdle. And Rory is, uh, is yeah, you're her friend because you chatted to her. Yeah, well, that's we're how, friends That's now how friendship works. I talk to you all the time. I talk to Paul all the time. You're we're horrible. not friends. You horrible person. <laughs> that's because we don't talk to Rory about a certain sci-fi film all the time Thank that you he loves. Thank you for this segue. She does mention nice. Alien in <laughs> the conversation. <laughs> Uh, yeah, writer and director of new Irish uh, psychological drama, I guess you'd call it, uh, Kissing Candice, which we reviewed in episode 23, which is up right now. Please do rate and subscribe, because it helps a lot. And Thank we you. forgot to say that gotta in get the paid. episode. It's grand. <laughs> gotta, get, <laughs> gotta make that sweet cheddar. <laughs> yeah. What What do you guys think was up... I, obviously, you, you, have, you two haven't seen this, and it's, not, it's only in cinemas now, but uh, the best-looking Irish movie. That's good. Thank you. Well, obviously, this is a contender. If you're if you're asking this yeah. particular question, yeah. I mean, you have you can go down the route of how ridiculously amazing Ireland looks in something like The Quiet Man, mm-hmm. and that's why everyone in America wants to visit Ireland because it's so the green. greenest film yeah. of all time. So if you're going for that kind of rugged uh, side of things, Andean looked nice. Waking Ned looked kind of nice. The countryside. Um, that's the thing. They're all kind Andean of Andean looked really nice, actually. Yeah, I think. Yeah, uh, Neil Jordan one. Wake and Ned into the West. They all kind of pop into that kind of like uh, long flowing green grass, basically. Yeah. Um, I suppose more recent ones. Kisses the actually. Kisses look great. Uh, the the one sure. about the two, the couple, the young couple in Dublin. I thought Dublin looked really nice in that. Yeah, I'll go with Kisses. You saw um, the Tom von Lawler uh, zombie film from earlier in this year. The Cured. The Cured as yeah. well. Which how did that look in terms of because obviously they were trying to recreate Dublin as this kind of dystopian post apocalyptic yeah. uh, thing. Yeah, no, it, it was. Uh, you could you could feel the strain of the budget on that one. Um, but the reason I asked is because uh, this one is legitimately potentially the best looking Irish film I've ever seen. Wowzer! Uh, and if if that's the direction uh, Irish people or Irish filmmakers are going to go in. I'm fully behind it because it is beautiful to look at and uh, Ethan McArdle is behind some amazing uh, music videos and she's also done really famous I think she did a Super Bowl ad for Audi or Volkswagen right. or one of them I've forgotten now but she like she, big time visualist um, and it's great to see that being put into work for an Irish movie so uh, yeah we had a nice, nice long chat about uh, all her influences and what it's like to be uh, an Irish filmmaker um, a female Irish filmmaker in the current uh political landscape of everything that's happening in in filmmaking world um and then we also talk about her favorite irish movie of all time lovely stuff this is rory's chat with eva mcgardo hello and welcome to the latest bonus edition of uh the big Ruski. i am rory cashin and i'm here privileged to be speaking to director and writer eva mcgardo how are you keeping today Good, thanks. Fantastic. Uh, we're here to talk about your new movie, Kissing Candies. Candice, do you have a preference on how you put it? I don't mind, but I think it's Candice in my mind, but, you know, it works both ways. Yeah, Candice, I think, is, is how I was calling her in my head as well. Uh, congratulations on the movie. 
I, I was going through some other people's reviews on it, and one of them came up saying that it was the most original, visually original Irish movies they'd ever seen, and I think that is the best way I could describe it. They described it better than I could, because watching it, I was like, yes, this is quite unlike any other Irish film visually I had ever seen. Um, was that something you went into the project knowing you wanted to do for it to look very different to how people perceive uh, Irish films to look? Yeah, definitely. Like, I, <clears throat> I've i grown up taking a lot of photographs and in a way, I guess that's how I maybe see Ireland in some ways, like visually, like sort of, you know, a place that has all this wild west kind of beauty but also some darkness under the surface so yeah I, I think I always went into it wanting to make that world like make something that was very sort of moodily lit and vivid you know with lots of really intense colours and um, so yeah the aesthetic was always important but only in the way that I feel like it immerses you in what it's like to be a teenager who's attracted to like danger and excitement so for me that that visual style really represented that Reading some of the uh well, most of the reviews had a fantastic uh, comparison saying that it reminded them a bit of David Lynch of, of Twin Peaks of Blue Velvet uh, have you been aware at all of those comparisons and like how, how does it feel like for your first feature you'd be like oh this is this is quite the comparison for people to be making oh I mean yeah of course it's hugely flattering if people can make that comparison um, uh, you know I, I couldn't deny the fact that I'm a massive fan of him but I definitely you know I, I think it's just possibly because of the way it's very moodily lit and noir and because the colours are really intense I think yeah. that might be why people are making that um, connection but um, I, I, I mean if I'm honest I kind of I got the visual inspiration a lot from well yeah like I say years of photography and, and, and you know particular kind of film noir lighting that I like and also just you know my own dreams as well are a big part of how I oh, make films you know? okay I didn't know that <laughs> which is a bit random maybe but yeah well that uh I don't know if that helps or makes it worse. The next question I was going to ask is that uh, it's an 18s cert movie. <laughs> so, um, obviously, an 18s cert film, it kind of automatically hinders the amount of audience you can have. That this is just the way of it. Um, and the majority of Irish film would try to, maybe not try to, but just happens to have a wider a wider possible audience um, going into to this project were you was it something that you knew from the get go you're like well this is just going to be ex- kind of extremely adult or it, it's just going to be that way or did that just happen the more you were working on it I think I mean I always set out to make a youth film and I think youth films should be challenging because that's what being young is about like challenging the world and experimenting and I felt like the film had to reflect that but I was very surprised by the 18 cert I didn't go in thinking I was making this really shocking film I and I can't help thinking it might be to do with the fact that there's female sexuality in the film because there isn't really much violence or much drug taking in comparison to other films but there is and 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 those were mentioned in the UK cert um, but the sexuality wasn't so, and it was given a 15 cert in the UK so yeah you can't help wondering if that's the reason uh, considering the, the, the strong female angle and I will get back to uh, Anne Skelly who was fantastic but we will, we will swing back around to her um, 
obviously there's been a lot of conversation about uh, female filmmakers and, and obviously all females in every aspect of filmmaking around the world, especially Hollywood. Uh, and I was wondering for yourself, what has what has your uh, experience been as a female filmmaker when in the Irish film industry? Have you has have you see, hate, seen or heard stories coming from America and you're like, I've heard similar or have you has it been more welcoming in recent years for Irish uh, female filmmakers? I think yeah I think at the moment we've seen a real sea change throughout the industry you know and hopefully that will continue in the last year or so um, I've been making films in a really you know for quite a long time like um, you know music videos short films and commercials that are like narratively led I guess but um of course, you always come up against certain moments uh, where you feel your agenda is brought into play. But um, I think if you really like try to be really singular and, and try to be really technical all the time, then it's hard for people to 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 you know to I don't know bring gender into it. Maybe sure. Yeah. yeah. Do you think this is a better time? Like, would this be the best time for uh, potential female screenwriters and directors to kind of? strike while the iron is hot because everyone clearly wants a off the back of you can just look at Big Little Lies uh, Ocean's 8 the upcoming uh, Widows movie it seems to be very strong female uh, ensemble stuff and even behind the screen there's a lot of, like you see Ava DuVernay is the first female black director to get a hundred million uh, budget and then there's Patty Jenkins the first female director to get a superhero movie everyone seems to be want to to push the female angle is yeah. this the best time for for new uh, and upcoming females to be like now now is the time definitely I mean definitely more than any time in history I think we've finally got this um, you know opportunities are there now and hopefully that'll continue but yeah I think it's I mean at the end of the day everyone wants to see fresh perspectives in cinema and hear new voices whether they be you know female voices or whether they be minority voices you know like we all want to hear we all want original stories and I think that's what's brilliant about this because you know we will see a lot more stories from that angle and more stories from the female gaze and you know at the end of the day we all want variety and you know it's a great thing and do you have any um, advice for new filmmakers coming in because obviously you worked with the Irish Film Board on this and it can be um, difficult to get the attention because obviously there must be dozens hundreds thousands of applications for Mm -hmm. new projects to get the money and only the lucky few are the ones to get put forward to the next round and it goes on and on and on is there any particular advice you might have to uh, want to be your new new people who are wanting to break into it I mean my advice would be I think in the writing side of it just try to be bold and try to be personal too I mean obviously I'm not saying that Kissing Candice is like autobiographical but I think you know taking aspects of your life you know well and drawing on your own particular unique experience when you write is a really good thing that will connect with people and then on another level you know like I said just being bold just take risks you know that's what again it's like if you take risks then you might find you're you're writing something a bit original and from a technical perspective I think the earlier you can learn to shoot and edit and learn about lighting the better you know don't be afraid of those things I mean the more you if you get involved in that early on you'll that's what directing is at the end of the day it's shooting and editing and it's all those aspects and you know you'll start to then be able to visualize stories a lot more the more you practice those things so 
I, I would yeah that would be my pieces of advice <laughs> well they're all solid my, I personally am going to take them all to heart because uh, they're, they're very good uh, pieces of advice do you have a favourite Irish film of all time favourite oh you know what it is um, probably The Crying Game yeah that's a really good show yeah that's a I fantastic love one. that movie I just think it's got everything you know it's just speaks to me on so many levels so ahead of its time and original and amazing performances and you know just really emotional but obviously like you know completely fresh unexpected moment in there that we hadn't seen before so still would hold that up as one of the best films there is Irish and obviously I love you know but The Windshake Barley is wonderful but you know it's not an Irish director but yeah I love that film too um, and obviously Crying Game features one of the greatest uh, performances in an Irish film as well um, and which brings us nicely to Candy's Anne's Kelly mm-hmm. uh, she is uh, like she's almost a force of nature in this film upon herself like she every time she's 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 not on screen you're like you're looking to see where she is uh, that must have been a uh, like a singular thing you wanted because obviously the entire film is pinned on her uh, was it a difficult casting process uh, or was it just a matter of luck you just happened across her seen her in something else you're like that's what I want no I was definitely um, auditioned you know I did a lot of auditions with different actresses but as soon as she came in she definitely had a connection with the character that other people didn't seem to have mm. like she understood aspects of it and I think related to aspects of it so there were like you know I could see that in her character and then she just has this very understated charisma and an enigmatic quality that I really wanted because I knew I was going to be really close up and really intense with her on, you know, the whole thing was storyboarded to be very um, visceral and intense. So what I loved about her was, you know, she, she played it so... She could play it back in a beautiful way too. She's very present in the moment, but she never overdoes it. And um, so, yeah, there was a lot of great aspects about her. I think she's... I'm excited to see what, what her bright future for her. You know, she definitely got the talent. Yeah. Well, do you see yourself working with her again? And which is kind of a, a roundabout way of asking, what are you doing next? I know you're still caught up in the mar of promoting this movie, and uh, right now you're you're like, I just need to get this done, and then I can take a day off, and then I can go live the rest of my life. But do you have an idea of what you want to do next? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've been working for the last six months, um, researching, developing a new film, um, spend a lot of time researching this time because it's more in the sci-fi genre but uh oh yeah which I'm a big sci-fi geek at heart so. and there's that's I was I was speaking to um the director of The Cured mm-hmm. uh, the recent Irish zombie movie and I was so happy because we finally have a, like a, a good zombie movie we can show internationally we're like look we can do these well yeah. um and it seems to me up until quite recently we didn't do those genres particularly mm-hmm. well we can do comedy fantastically we can do drama fantastically mm. But when it came to sci-fi and horror, it just wasn't our bag for whatever reason. So I'm really excited to hear that yeah. you're working on the sci-fi. I think it's really interesting you say that because I think it's now that people see that you can, with a sci-fi and uh, a horror, you can make a film that also has like a dramatic emotional narrative in mm. there or that transcends the genre in some way or has an interesting message at its heart. You know, we've seen brilliant examples of that throughout the world. And, you know, I, we used to only see that in the 70s in a way, but now yeah. it feels like there's a, a return to that style of filmmaking. And I think that's really exciting. You know, I just 
just love dark stuff and I can't help that so I love dark so dark is it a dark cinema. sci-fi oh yeah of course it's sort of on the it's it's between sci-fi and horror but so it has like an emotional narrative at its centre too if you could how would I put this if you could like say oh this is a kind of not influence necessarily but like if you were watching this film with another film it would be perfectly paired with Oh, it's hard to do that, isn't it? Because now I'll say it and everyone will be like, no, it's not like that. It will give us a, a flavour, well, I mean, let's who, say. Some of my favourites, so let's think, well, of course, like Alien, Ridley Scott, amazing. You're my new um, best friend, go on. <laughs> I mean, like, I love that movie and I love, um, I do love a lot of like 70s uh, Tarkovsky films too, mostly for the visual storytelling, the way he does that. Um, what else do I love? I mean, I really enjoyed Under the Skin. Oh yeah. Um, uh, there's a lot, really. I mean, I, I'm but kind yeah, of getting all in the ballpark. I'm kind of getting they're the vibe. All movies that I really connected with. Yeah. Well, fantastic. Yeah. I really look forward to seeing uh, Ethan McArdle's currently untitled sci-fi movie. And uh, if you are going to the cinema, please do check out uh, Kissing Candies because it is quite unlike any other Irish film, and we really do need to get behind. Uh, these kind of films more often. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you, Eva. Thank you. Thank you. That was the Rory Cashin with the Eva McArdle, writer and director of Kissing Candice, uh, an Irish film which is out in cinemas pretty much right now this week. Yeah. Um, like I said, if you are interested in seeing uh, potentially the best looking Irish film of all time, please do head along. It's always good to support Irish cinema. Uh, I am very excited to see the sci-fi horror that Aoife's working on next because mm-hmm. uh, we, we're all big sci-fi horror fans huge right? 100%, 100%. Uh, and yeah so do, do go back and listen to our review from episode 23 and go back and listen to all the just bonus episodes just go back and then rate, subscribe tell your friends both of them that's right I'm implying Ooh. you've only got two friends because I'm sassy like that <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to this uh, bonus feature there we go that's more like I it I that made uh, me happy we'll see you next time bye bye <laughs>